1: Everyone get excited about the and Bear film. I wonder who talked about that first. Well, not the Luca show, but somebody did, and then we heard about it, then we spoke about it, and it became one of our most popular and celebrated tropes next to the long egg and the man who just wanted the succulent Chinese meal. It's Pete Donaldson and Luke Moore on the Luca Show for a Monday. Luke, how the devil are you? That's the best intro you've ever done. I, it is, isn't it? It's I mean, actually it, really it just, good. That is all... I was listening to it's 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 already broken down it's already broken yes, down because, yeah, it, don't ruin it down. stop
2: there because what I would say is this I say to people a lot of the time that if I, if I was pushed as the best broadcaster I've ever, ever worked with yeah. it would be mm. as we know Danny Kelly but right <laughs> but make it up the top three is Pete Donaldson I don't think people Actually. hear it enough because I think if you don't mind me saying when it comes to intros and stuff like that the ceiling is high. You're capable of a lot, but the basement is very low. Yeah, if it's grand designs, I'm
1: digging. Rather than, um, <laughs> um, get, I'd love to see you present grand designs. Guys. Yeah, goodness um, me, <laughs> what a house! What a fucking where? Uh, where are all the power outlets? Sorry, I was just you've taking the shit. <laughs> you've not, you've not even thought about the power outlets. How many, how many LED screens have you purchased for this build? But- None. <laughs> what you've concentrated on the, 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 the thingy and wattle fucking walls well have a think about people's wifi access and whether those walls are going to you know make a problem
2: didn't you say once that you were going you would have a wall made entirely of powerpoints
1: yeah, that'd be lovely. I mean, imagine the microphone hum on that. Bloody hell! <laughs> I've been trying to all last hour. I've been trying to isolate the uh, trying to isolate the the, the the forty-eight kilohertz or sixty kilohertz or whatever the hell it is hum of my electrical outlet. But imagine that if my entire wall was just made of pluggies, you could do a PowerPoint,
2: different PowerPoint for every day of the year. <laughs> good. It'd be yeah, delicious, yeah. absolutely delicious stuff. Change um, is as good as a rest. Change if, is as good as a rest. If, if people were, if if, pe- if we want people to know what the archetypal luke and pete show intro was i think that one today has been it's pretty good i yeah, mean you've probably there, done really good ones elsewhere but that one was is, was very good
1: if you've if you've just kind of just joined us i would say um that's it's it's only going to be downhill from here i'm afraid i'm really really sorry
2: i'm really but, yeah sorry. but in the way that downhill going downhill is actually really fun <laughs> and, and fast and yeah, sometimes true. you hurt yourself but sometimes you have a really great adrenaline rush Everybody watches the old, uh, t- the,
1: the extreme tobogganing and the uh, Winter Olympics, as they call it. No one calls it that. The oh. bone man. The bone bone boy. <laughs> Skeleton. The bone, bone shoot. The Skeleton. bone shoot. <laughs>
2: Do you know, actually, when I was driving back from Vermont last week, um, we drove past a ski jump. <laughs> All right.
1: right, okay. It's yeah, a ski I mean, jump. I mean, it's where you're going to see it, isn't it, I suppose? It's absolutely terrifying just to look at it. <laughs> Just, they just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then like this. Nobody's turned around and went because it's all incremental. And the only people who use them are right, like proper ski jump guys. Yeah, and like nobody ever turns around and goes, "A, we're using this like once an hour. Why is it there?" And yeah. B, like the people, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and no one sort of goes, "Sorry, this is dangerous. You're going to
2: hurt yourself." It's rare, it's rare that you see something out in the wild where you go, "If a normal person did that, they'd die." Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a... out there winking at you. Oh, do you fancy it's... it, dear? You? you want a bit of this, dear? Come and have a go. But it, but it'd be a little bit like you know,
1: you're like the car that you were probably driving was bigger than your normal car because that's whenever you hire a car in America, they give you a big fuck off car. And cars have just got cars and vans and Dodge, you know, Chargers and stuff. They've they've gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And no, and it's only now that people are sort of going, that
2: won't fit on a road. Are you in? That's a monster yeah. truck. Are you insane? Yeah, there are some cars in the US where. If you tried to drive them down the street I live on, you'd be absolutely fucked. But mm. but uh, if you've never seen a ski jump in the wild, and if you're British, there's a pretty good chance you're never going to have seen one. They are mad. Yeah. Like, absolutely mad. But um, talking about cars, I, that's not true of us, because um, we were driving LC's 103-year-old neighbours, 2002 Toyota Camry. I like it. Yeah. I lovely like little, it. Uh, lovely little motor. Lovely little runner. <laughs> lovely little runner uh, speaking of which um i forgot to mention when we spoke about lc on thursday's show that um <clears throat> he packed some of his home made so to speak honey and maple syrup for you so i've got some for you
1: oh it's, it, look I, I and i give lc and the team nothing i give them nothing
2: what I yeah i was about to, to say need... you give miles of entertainment on the luke and pete show but that's probably overstating it
1: hey lc team that intro is for you, baby. Yeah, yeah.
2: So listen, homemade, ta- home tapped maple syrup, home. Hmm. How many? What would you call the process of honey bees making honey? Home brewed honey, I guess. Home brewed honey. It's like um,
1: when uh, a, 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 the proprietor of a Chinese restaurant makes chow mein. A bit of everything in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's, it's not really like that, is it? <laughs> to be to be perfectly honest it's not really, really that much like that if i'm being totally honest <laughs> with you mate but I, I do take the point so um i didn't talk that much about my trip but um we had a thanksgiving it was good i was the sous chef i did a lot of chopping and a lot of peeling and a lot of um stirring s- mashing and stirring which was mm. fun um and You're then fend for your forearms there's there's no two ways about it i stirred some gravy for 27 minutes
1: that's t- that's too long. And the reason uh, I know uh, that... is
2: because the microwave clock was right in my eye line as I was doing it.
1: <laughs> that's commitment. But it's like um, it's it's a little bit um, that what I like about Thanksgiving is that um, Americans are really good at cooking to scale. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll use the example of myself and Sarah last year. Sarah made gravy, and we were so drunk we didn't notice that she hadn't put hot water in it. In it. What? She just she'd used cold water from the kettle. Just for Christmas. So we we'd started on the wine too early and uh she was stirring cold gravy um yeah what time so did that you that's... start
2: what time did you start boozing on christmas day as a
1: general rule um i'm not a big boozer i wasn't a big boozer and then i discovered it quite late in my life and it's like it's good and it? it's good it's good <laughs> no one bothers you when you're pissed it's good <laughs> they do you just don't care and 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 no one needs me like no one needs my like commentary on east of of a of a christmas day um and it, it, you you catch me at a time either when I'm really up for talking about EastEnders when EastEnders is on, or I'm not saying anything. And if I'm too blasted, I'm not
2: saying anything, which <laughs> is great for the people who love EastEnders. Do you not? Um, do you not just get into the situation where maybe like two, three o'clock, you just asleep on the on the sofa?
1: No, I d- yeah, I d- I d- I, no, I don't know. It, it, you feel like when, especially when people are around your house, you feel like you've got to entertain. And, and this year, we've got two children in the house, and uh, we know them. <laughs> and uh, it's, and it's uh, important caveat. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of Lion King two on the telly. It's going to be a lot of mermaid action. It's just a, like they're really into mermaids. I don't know, like kids, like um, uh, the, the usual kind of gender norms of, of 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 male children really seem to really love love dinosaurs a lot. Yeah, and 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 girl versions uh, really really like the idea of a mermaid, um, and and both of them. Uh, both fantasies, because I believe in baby Jesus.
2: <laughs> why, why? Why are you going straight to Lion King 2?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Ask her. Ask Emma. Ask little baby Emma. She's uh, she's banging into it, and she will. And she she uh, she'd you'd hit um, watching Lion King two with her because um, at the start of every scene, she'll tell you exactly what's yeah. happening in the scene. And every what's kid does happen that. In the scene. Every
2: kid does that, and every kid does the dialogue. <laughs> and it is it is really endearing if it's a kid that you're like a family member of yours that you love but if it's not it's really annoying instantly yeah like so i I, don't use your
0: suspects with them no
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i never get annoyed with family babies in my family crying or whatever but i do Mm. get really i do find it galling particularly in an enclosed environment when other babies are crying because it's just natural i guess Mm. not to the point where i have a huff about it and go all gammon about it but you know what i mean you're you're quite aware of it aren't you when it's like nothing to do with you
1: yeah yeah okay i I,
2: I guess so yeah or do i sound like a psychopath (laughs) do i sound like a psychopath (laughs) it's your responsibility to tell me if i sound like a psychopath on the show um run that past me again so like if you're in an enclosed environment yeah say it's like a train or a plane or i don't Mm. know a i don't know fucking hell a restaurant or whatever and it's a member of your family babies crying you're a bit like all oh, right okay it's just you know it's not annoying but if it's not someone you know it's like fucking out you can really notice it is what i mean yes yeah no
1: i completely agree because i have been with other people's kids and i'm really not interested uh in their um, um that that was the wrong word i was going to use um, <laughs> I was what he saying? precautionist, but I said
2: promiscuity
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Come on, it's, get it together. It's a lit record, Luke. Get I'm, it together. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm the jet lagged one. I've not got the... over jet lag last week. I've con- I've contracted it from you. Yeah. Um yeah, those fucking promiscuous children. It's like the film Kids Around here. No. Um the the the, the how a precautious a child could be. At, like if like weirdly like my, my nieces I fucking love and I will um put up and 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 love and endure like any silly nonsense Monsters, silly yeah. bloody nonsense they do. But it's weird that like other people's kids I'm not as into it. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's just evolutionary. But but I that's guess. not but like I don't see my sister. I don't see them very often. So like I don't there's no reason why but it, there must be something animalistic in your brain that sort of goes, well they're my they're my breed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're my brood.
0: Yeah.
2: So so obviously weird. we we want um Christmas stories from our listeners. Hello at LukeinPicture.com. Made a shout out on Thursday, do another shout out there, mm. uh, get in touch with all your Christmas stories. No matter how good, how bad, how funny, how weird, Get them in. But Pete, mm. what's the, what's Christmas Day gonna look like for you then? It sounds like it's a bit of a new a new game in town.
1: Yeah, all better off, I think. I'll
2: probably end I mean You won't be able to get pissed if you're looking after kids.
1: Yeah, and when the kids are around, I'm just constantly date. I'm I'm scared at how unsafe our house is. That like every yeah. corner of every coffee table, it's really sharp. It s- looks like daggers. Looks like absolute razors. Um, you know, in the wind, it's it like just everything that that could get tipped over, get pulled. Like one of them managed to pull off the 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 what do you call it? The 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 shelf above the um above the fireplace. It's just a fireplace. The isn't it? Fireplace. Say again, mantle the piece. mantle managed to pull the mantle off the wall. A, a bit of DIY, fuckery yeah, but you that I didn't put even it, up. Know it was the issue. <laughs> that's but probably what. If I had put it up, it would be secure. Fucking like print everything stick.
2: else, I bloody did Probably print sticked it up there. Yeah, a couple true. of post-it notes. Yeah, that's what happens when 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 our, when our nieces and nephew visit. Within about half an hour, it feels like everything that we owed is on the floor. <laughs> and um, I, but they stay overnight. I get paranoid about the stairs because we haven't got a stair gate. So I put—I mean, they're, they're older My niece is older now, so it's fine. But we'd mm. always put something across. I'd always move like a cabinet from the hallway in front of the staircase because I'd be so
3: right. terrified but,
2: that.
1: But I guess, yeah, I guess like, but I mean, how? so you put, see, so you put a stair gate at the top of the stairs, presumably. Rather, than, yeah, thinking about, it, yeah, the, the bottom of the stairs wouldn't work really.
2: Cause, well, no, uh... you, you could do both because you don't want them to climb up the stairs if they're of a certain age and then fall back down again
1: yeah learn that gee, yeah you're right aren't you god you know we're we gonna need are we gonna need child oh god yeah. i have i have got quite a lot of wood kicking around I exactly fashion I, I
2: imagine if you i imagine they massively recommend you doing your own homemade stair <laughs> gate out of wood i think that's definitely there's obviously there's definitely no regulations where you should buy a properly approved one. i think you can it's like a car seat you could just build your own
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just below. Just, just. You, you just live in like
2: nineteenth-century libertarian America.
1: Like, get one of those. Get one of those little, um, the little um, brackets you get for um, for the back of your seat for dogs that you attach to their their, their collars or their or their um, or their harnesses, basically.
2: Yeah, it's lovely stuff. Um, I I've seen quite a lot of people wandering around with like papooses on with dogs in them recently. Oh yeah, is this is a new is this is a new vibe. Why, I don't really why, get is? it. I just can't. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't see how there can if be so got many really injured old or not
1: being able to walk dogs. Mm, I, I I think maybe like there's a lot of like because I know like when you get a puppy they just can't be on the floor. They just can't because they they'll get ill. They've not um, got vaccinations and
2: stuff, All right? Is that what you mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So 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 they can't they can't be just running around eating old old bread. Um they <laughs> they very much have to You've got to keep them away. So you can, I think, keep them in your in your court. Keep them in a Is that what you
2: say when you're going to get a dog? I've got a load of old bread old. knocking about my house. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> just chuck uh, it away. They
1: do love old bread. It's the number one thing that Buckley used to bloody eat and make himself sick because he just loved old what bread. What do they like the about the old
2: oldness of it, the age of it?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's like a fine wine. Maybe it's just like, hmm. <laughs> oh, like, these uh, would be
2: great... Croutons later.
1: Yeah, he's like artisanal sort of found <laughs> bread. In fact, like you know, on days where he wouldn't indulge in his actual um, dog food, I'd go outside and just leave it in the street, and he'd sometimes have a nibble. <laughs> what? Because because of, of the change in scenery. Well, he just thinks it's it because it, I'm always pulling him away from found food and found yeah. bread. I'm uh, yeah.
2: I I just thought, like I I just I just if you leave it in the street, you might think it's food. Well, I think one, it's food what, for him. One of my cats, on the same fucking day, I bought a forty-pound water fountain because he mm. would drink, and they they prefer to drink out of flowing water rather than still water. So right. I get a water fountain. It's just got a little motor in it. That you plug it in. It's fine. But it costs like forty quid. The very same day, the little bastard. I saw him out the kitchen window just, just drinking out of a puddle. <laughs> Yeah, but that's wild. That's like wild
1: swimming, isn't it? It's like uh, good for like it's it's good for you, isn't it? It's good for you. Speaking of that,
2: um, when Mimi and I went, we went on a climb in the Lake District once, and um, I think I think one of us had seen like some people wild swimming on Instagram, like the usual story, right? Hmm. And it was like I mean, it wasn't like cold. It was like late spring, must be about May time. And we were climbing. I think it was the Old Man of Coniston, which is quite a notable Lake District peak. And um, on the way up, there's all these different, um, like lakes. So I mean, they've got certain names. I can't remember what they're called now, but they're little, mm. little lakes. I'm like, oh yeah. We'll t-, what we will do is because we we'll take a backpack anyway. We'll chuck some swim, we'll chuck um, swimmer stuff in there and a towel, and we'll do a bit of wild swimming because it looks amazing. It's supposed to be really good for you, right? Mm. Brilliant. So we got, we, we got this fucking mountain. Get about halfway up, but it's not even that high. Right? It's a lake district. It's not like we're going like it's not in the, you're in the Himalayas. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not that high. And um, so you do about an hour and a half walking up this, up this mountain. You go, oh, there's a really nice lake. And the great thing about it is there's no one there, right? There's literally no one around. So you, you, you put your swimming stuff on. I put about two toes into the lake. It's the coldest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. You just could not get in it, right? And I'm on Instagram <laughs> when I get back late that day. And I'm looking at people swimming in that very same lake um, at the same time of year, having a great time. It cannot be happening they must just it's... be painting a smile on for five seconds for a photo so it's more you so, so I
1: find when when in really cold I I went for a dip some sort of early October maybe middle of October because it just looked really inviting lovely sunny day um, and uh, yeah it would have been sort of middle of October and, and, and it looked nice and you get in and it, it the problem is like any colder than it was that day your, your muscles start shut down. That's how you just go into fucking shock, don't you? Yeah. It's just too fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how people do, like, boxing day dips and stuff like that. Maybe they do it because there's other people around and can help them if they are getting a distress, but I just think it's fucking dangerous, all that ice diving and stuff, because cause my... I start to, like, it start to burn. Your skin starts to burn, and then your muscles start to exactly. sort of seize
2: up, and you can't fucking move.
1: It's you know, you know
2: The thing that annoys me about it is you, you're absolutely spot on, and you never once hear anyone say... Oh, wild swimming in really cold waters. fucking crap.
1: No one says <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: that. What was it but like? It... it was terrible. I fucking got really cold, and it was fucking painful. No one says I that. I had a headache for three days. <laughs> yeah. And I'm and not I... even—I'm not even someone who is uh, averse to that. I grew up uh, mm. on right near the sea, admittedly on the south coast, but for seven, eight, nine months a year, it's absolutely in fucking passable. And mm. we used to go in there, like we used to do it, and it was kind yeah. of. So I've got—I've got a history of doing it. It was just. Absolutely impossible. You're right. It gives you a headache. Your skin starts to fucking burn as soon as you get out. It's awful. At least the sewage is frozen in the licks of. Well, that's <laughs> the only fucking England. redeeming feature about those. There's yeah. no, there's no sewage in there. <laughs> you know? It's too, too cold for the sewage. I, I, I don't. You know, that, that's a, that's an interesting topic as well because like, I, I don't want to get like too political or whatever. But that for me falls under the bracket of that's not a political thing. Like you don't have to defend that. <laughs> Like anyone, no. I know about. Even if you're an MP and there's like collective responsibility, and I understand that's how the party system, political system works, I don't think you're going to get blamed for not defending that. So why are you doing it? Yeah, like, I, I, I don't think I don't think a whip is is going. We need to vote thumbs up for yeah. human shit. So the sorry, list. can I just get a clarification on what the what the policy is? It is raw human shit, is it into the <laughs> sea? And it's a million <laughs> liters a year, is it? That's a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, oh, oh, can I can oh, I'll I'll sleep actually... on that? I get can match you on that one.
1: Can I? Can I ask my priest? Um, yeah. Like I thought it was like... that. I
2: was hoping you'd say something different.
1: <laughs> this is I just terrible. Like, it's kind of like it's it's like yeah, it's bad doesn't it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it, actually, um, you'll find that a lot of um, these situations where sewage fans it's because uh, there's too much rain. It's like there's always fucking rain. It's Britain. Yeah, it's br- yeah exactly. It's fucking Britain. Mm, exactly. If you if your infrastructure can't has to dump human shit into my eyeballs when I'm going for a little swim swim in the, in the Thames, like. That's that's your on the estuary, not the Thames. Don't swim in the Thames. Like that that's very much not my fucking issue. It's very much your idea of what a normal society looks like. Yeah, definitely right. It's like the fucking Ganges in the seventies or something.
2: Yeah, and you also um you also get that thing with the with the climate change environment thing and stuff, right? It's like Right, look at the people who are saying that it's fine, right? It's basically oil companies and fucking really rich old white men. That's it, right? So that's yes. that's on one side. On the other side, you're trying to convince me there's some kind of aggressive conspiracy run by a bunch of fucking vegan sandal wearers who will go 10 miles out their way to not even have an argument. So they ain't going <laughs> to... Choose your side. The worst thing that's going to happen here if we choose the right side is we get a nicer planet. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense the other way around. There's, just, there's no fucking argument for it. And it's, and it's the same thing with the pumping the sewage into the sea. That's all you've got to say. Fine. Listen. Have the inquiry. Do the committee. I'll sum it up in one sentence. You're pumping shit into the sea. That's
1: it.
2: <laughs> There's not too much oh, to that.
1: Over, it's actually overflow from the... Shut up. Yeah. You're pumping it into the sea. It's like
2: when old um, Dick Cheney shot someone. Have you, ever, have you ever heard that story? About yeah. Dick Cheney shot someone when he's hunting. And and the, the kind of non-apology was like famously... Oh, I was saying it's famous, but I'll probably get it wrong. It was something like, in his statement, he said, mine was the mind that activated the finger that touched the trigger that pulled the gun <laughs> to fire the weapon that hit the man. And it's like, yeah. how many... Bits of information could you put between yourself and the fact that, say, you basically shot your mate? You shot him. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, let's not have this double speak. You shot him. Who's,
1: who's, I think, if we were going on a sh- little shooting holiday and the, I don't know, fucking, not happening or whatever.
2: Uh, First question, do you want to go on one? My 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 response, who's going? Second point, Pete, no thank you.
1: Right, okay. So, 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 there's, do you say there's a chance? Um, <laughs> but like, I think, I think, I think it would, I think, I think you would be the one shooting me, not the other way around. Because I would lose my temper. Um. No. No. Not really. Uh, no. I'm more likely to shoot you an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the but back. I think you'd, but I think you'd. I think you would accidentally, accident, like you'd you'd have problems with the tech of the. Of the oh yeah, of the that's gun. probably sure. That's probably more than true, anything yeah. else. I
0: think. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I, I would also just say while we're indulging this flight, about. Of, flight of fancy, um, there is genuinely no way I'm going near you in firearms. That's not happening. <laughs> But the second thing I would say is that I've got a real disconnect between cruelty to animals and eating meat. I do eat meat, and I feel bad about yeah. it all the time. And I can never properly envision myself killing an animal. Anyway, I would never do mm. that. So, uh, obviously, there are exceptions to that. You know, the humble mosquito will get short shrift from me. Uh, mm. The the, the uh, very aggressive uh, wasp will also get short shrift. Apart from that, I can't really bring myself to do anything like that. Mm. But I, I still eat them. Still fucking gobble them down, mate. What wasps? No, <laughs> no, not wasps. <laughs> waspy, waspy, to Luke. <laughs> no, no. But you know what I mean. Do you feel the same about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, moths are out, are out of town. He's leaving. Um, but everything like fly. I mean, the odd fly'll go as well. Especially like little midgies that are just in your face. I'll I'll give them a little little slap. But um, I'm I'm always tasked with getting uh, little animals out of the house. And um, yeah, I've changed my tap massively. Like back of the day, I'd just be just, like splatting them. But Would nowadays, it, moths are the only ones
2: who get splatting. I saw a um on the way to the airport last week. I saw a coyote that had been killed by a car on the side of the road, and it was fucking massive. Fuck
1: they're big. On the, I saw yeah. one in in a, like a park like near Los Angeles, and it was like clearly it clearly been um tagged. It clearly been like um like tagged around the neck sort of thing. But it's just like uh yeah, it's, it like I was it was just really weird to sort of see just wandering around a normal, normal
2: There were house. buzzards like circling around and stuff as well. Mm. It's pretty full yeah. on um anyway, yeah. let's have a quick break, Pete. When we come back we've got an email I wanna do. Uh um so let's do that. Uh it's interesting actually, it's about um explosives. And it also features the Thames estuary, which you mentioned earlier. So, you know, there's the link. Beautiful.
0: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: We're back with peach Petra and we've promised you emails, email, so we're going to bloody read some out for crying out loud because I have got a vegetarian lasagna in the oven and I've got to go and eat it. Fair enough.
2: And that's yeah. good because that's on theme because that means you've not harmed anyone in exactly thank you um depending on how i suppose the dairy part of it was um achieved was, was, Assembled. was harvested achieved. yeah i don't i don't think they would necessarily have sliced it open no but people do say, say if you want to be properly good to animals you've really got to be a vegan rather than a vegetarian yes. but anyway yeah, that's yeah, pres- okay. that's precisely the point um our friend tom's been in touch um and he says the following thing that there's there's two aspects of this email so it's kind of like two email- emails in one so we'll we'll do this one it uh, says, hi, Luke and Pete. A few months ago, you got onto the topic of unexploded World War II bombs. We actually talked about that last Thursday as well, I think. Mm. And I was surprised to hear that the Thames estuary ticking time bomb that is the SS Richard Montgomery wasn't mentioned. The ship was wrecked on the North Sandbank in the Thames Estuary near Sheerness in Kent in August 1944 while carrying a cargo of munitions, about 1,400 tonnes of explosives to be exact, and they still remain on board. The story goes that one day she'll blow, and the assumed impact ranges from rattled windows to total decimation of Essex and Kent. Wow. Uh, So... That's true. That, that that ship does exist. You can see the masts. I think they're visible at certain tides in the Thames Estuary. There is fourteen hundred tons of explosives on board. But I actually did a little bit of research into this before I read the email out, and apparently, um, based on the recent survey, the chances of it being exploded appear to be very remote. After all this time, but still, something to think
1: about. Something to think about, and the, and that's the one thing they don't tell you that they, they can't um, they can't tell you, or they they don't have to report on. The old um, government housing survey thing. They they don't tell you where the unexploded uh, ordnance is. Is that because they don't know? No, they do know. And there's a and if they you can't go, know where every bomb is. They they roughly know where most bombs have been dropped, yeah. Because, I mean, if you drop a fucking bomb, like, people notice. Yeah, but there were thousands, people, there was the thousands
2: of them during the Blitz.
1: Yeah, but you'd still sort of go, right, why is there a hole in that fucking road? Well, there's probably a bomb at the bottom of it that's not been exploded. But, like, they don't have to, like... When you do those house surveys, they've got to tell you where the radon is. Obsessed with fucking radon. Oh, but they don't have to tell you where the where the um, unexploded ordnance. is. So there might be some really, really close to your house. There might be some underneath your house. So be careful. A touching sentiment. A touching sentiment. Tom does go on to sort of say that he recently passed pity D on the way... That's, a, that's the, the car second park part of a notable... yeah south end footballing hotspot. i gave pete a big old wave and a thumbs up and he looked horrified he responded with an awkward wave and i was left with questions uh, from my confused wife and sons i mean d- did you i don't even remember doing the wave did you even make it clear that you
2: know who i was yeah I just it's, thought... d- it's disappointing this it's... <laughs> because from our side so i'm much more grumpy than you i would say generally so if right. you get me in a bad day if you're listening to one of our shows and you get me in a bad day i'll always be like pleasant Mm. But I'm not going to be really enthusiastic necessarily. Whereas Pete, you are always really enthusiastic and really lovely yeah. all the time. So that's a, if, it must be you, troubling you, for you. That
1: if you let me, yeah, if you let me know, I'd like it happens every every couple of weeks. Someone will say hello, but now I, I, if you if you let me know that you know who I am, otherwise I just th- like because people, I'm a weird looking character.
3: Yeah, like furtive. Uh,
1: if people perverted, furt- furtive is a word. Furtive is a word I would use to always describe scheming. my look.
2: Scheming. Yeah. <laughs> always got psych on the go. Always going from. Busy. Always going from one place to another busy on some kind of scheme. Cutting about.
1: That's what you said. If I wasn't doing this, I'd just be cutting about. You'd be like, Have you seen With The Wire? The...
2: You know, Bubbles, the heroin addict. He's always doing capers yeah, yeah, on The yeah, Wire. Yeah. That's what you'd be like. But not on heroin. <laughs> not on heroin. Well. So, what's your explanation for young Tom? He's obviously very disappointed. I don't know. I don't know what. I
1: don't know what. I must have not known that you knew who I was. I just thought you were just looking at a weirdo and going,
2: Alright, dickhead. Yeah. But I don't know. I-, I told you before, it's happened to me where. <laughs> um, uh, so... <laughs> I think it was around the time when maybe we did our most recent Ramble tour. Mm. I was in the vicinity of one of the venues. I can't actually remember where it was. Um, but so, <laughs> it might have been Shepherd's Bush maybe, possibly Hat in the Empire. It was in London. I think it was probably in London. Mm. And we had done sound check and we had a bit of time spare. And um, so I was knocking about and I'm going to get some food or something. And someone came over and said, oh, excuse me, do you mind, if, uh, do you mind taking a photo? And I'd been in... Ramble mode, but like, oh yeah, no worries, no problem, and kind of gestured in a certain way that I thought they wanted to take a photo with me, but basically just wanted me to take a photo with them because they were on like the holiday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so they yeah, must just beautiful. thought, who the fuck is this guy? That man? is that's that is beautiful.
1: Yeah, because so... like people do that to celebrities all the time. Like, as a little joke, it's like oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's like a little joke. But like uh, yeah, that's that's pretty delish. I yeah. don't I don't think I could recover from that to be honest. I'd I'd be
2: I'd be in the in the pooh That's the difference between you and me because I I embarrass myself so regularly. I've got like a rhino skin to to it you know and I I, I would say to our friend Tom is that you know what's difficult as well say in that situation is that if Tom wasn't as reasonable as he clearly is he could then for the rest of his life tell the story that he met you once and you were a rude cunt Mm-hmm. You've got Does no that comeback. sound likely? I'm a needy fucker, aren't I? Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, you're not like that. I remember getting mm. really pissed off once back in the day when someone got spread of the rumor on Twitter that you were they lived near you and you were really arrogant. And you knocked about and they you know, thought you were a big dick. And that. I remember on your behalf getting really pissed off about that and going going into bat for you on Twitter. Going, mean, he's not like that at all. It's a really it was a really mean thing to say. You just can't um, ignore it, haven't you? But I think
1: someone said, yeah, someone said I was conceited. As that's I what it was. Around, so you remember as it? I walk around Highgate. I, was like, I don't know how, really how to walk yeah around conceit if I'm not talking to anyone if I'm sort of going well i think that if I'm sort of walking on the heath shouting well I think this and I think that like i mean i would say that would be you That's approaching a place where someone could criticize you yeah <laughs> I'm I, just walking I, I, around to your house. It, be, it just
2: angers me because you. I mean, as much as I like to take the piss out of you and all the rest of it, you're just, you just you've got many, many faults. Or we can go into those next week if you want. Um, but you're not at all. You're a very good-natured, nice, friendly man, and I think that was really was a horrible thing to say, chiefly because it's fucking blatantly <laughs> untrue.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: so I'm not having that. And if, I don't know that guy. I can't remember. But if he's listening to this now, he knows what he's done. But some people
1: just want to, I just think some people want to, when people sort of do like banter, bad banter on Twitter and stuff, they just want to reach out. They just want to be part of something. And I think that yeah. to, to, to sort of like, if you saw, cele- I'm not saying that, that came out very wrong. I'm saying like that if I saw, if someone saw like someone famous and someone was saying, oh, I fucking hate this guy, they want that person to know that they've seen that person in the wild do you know yeah, what i mean yeah and, and obviously i've used the word fame and and i've and i've massively fucking walked into that but well, I mean, you've got, lot, got a bit like, more of a pro- profile than sort of a lot of people so that's fair enough conceited little no no i'm not complaining i'm not but i'm saying people just want people to know that they know that person do you know what i mean like it's yeah. when people like die and and like and, and, and again they're not well-known people but like like dave down the fucking pub you're going oh yeah i know dave yeah really well it's like when did you last see him that's not important. You know what I mean? Yeah, Everybody yeah. wants to be part of the story, I suppose. Yeah. So, so that's why people say silly things like that, I think, sometimes. It, hap- like, it, hap-
2: you know. it happened to me once. Um, I won't go into the details because I, I genuinely don't have any ill feeling towards this person. I don't want to embarrass them. But um, I had someone who used to troll me all the time on Twitter to the point mm-hmm. where it was actually quite nasty. And I, I end up remembering who they were because they were so nasty. And then I saw them and they were working, as a, um, they were working in, a, in a place that I had visited. And mm. I knew that they who they were, but they didn't know that I knew who they were. And in person, they were like, the nicest, friendliest thing. It was like really weird. Did you get your? Did you get your um, pretty woman moment? Big mistake. What was that?
1: I don't know what that is. Well, just sort of like you don't you don't know that I know. Ha <laughs> ha! Big mistake. Ha
2: ha ha! No, I just I'd left them a really big tip and made I was the nicest man on, as I could be on, on purpose. So they they knew that I was a good person. and They felt really bad because they they had made me feel really bad in the past. And I could have right. had a confrontation about it, which is obviously, as you know, is in my nature. But I didn't, I didn't want to do that, so I didn't. I just oh, left it. That's being the bigger man. I would have I, I my I can't believe it's taken me that long to tell you that story. It was about six years ago. <laughs> Pete, that one time in my life building. when I've been the bigger man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but What I would say is, like, it, back in the day, it used to affect me quite a lot, because I would come up with these big opinions and talk about all this shit about football on the, t- on, on the podcast, and... It was something yeah. you're not really prepared for, but I guess you had a little bit more of a preparation for it because you did the radio already, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think putting the, um, I think when I put the, I, I think I had a bit, I think I had a big opinion a couple of weeks ago on on, on the ramble, and, and it got used as one of the clips, and um, and people like it, it's it's weird. people who sort of don't know the ramble and don't know like the shows that you're on, like they they. They they're not interested in the context, so I understand that. Like when we sort of take something out of context from for people, I think it's sometimes like we've got to be cognizant of the fact that it, you know that that the a headline is not a context is not context, I suppose. And you really have to work hard not to be um, not to be rude to people. Yeah, I I am. I
2: um, I, just, I just don't. I just see it as part of the game now. I don't really care. Mm. i see it as part of the the job so I just get on with it and i don't take much time to think about it i just i pretty much mute with impunity on social media i don't really care about social media that much anymore Mm. so it doesn't really affect me but it's a real learning curve i was completely unprepared for it when it first happened because you just don't expect that kind of level of vitriol because people aren't like that to other people in real life generally like Mm. i'd never really as an adult i'd never really heard anyone to my face consistently be like literally they'll be like swearing, abusing you, calling you all sorts of shit, telling you to fuck mm. off and die, all that kind of stuff, stuff that you would never say in real life. So it's a real learning curve. Like, you have you to develop the skin for it and move, and move past it, mm. I suppose. But um, then what's interesting to me about that story I told then about the person I met in real life is it like, they were just the nicest person and, and it really made reminded me what you said there of them because you were like, they just want to be a part of it and they do. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I don't think he would have even understood the cognitive distance between what he was doing online and then what he was like in person. It was completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyway. Oh well. Anyway, let's right. go. That's enough money for get us. out of here.
1: We got an email out. That's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about Thanks it.
2: Thanks to Tom for sending it in. Hello at LukeandPeach.com with all your Christmas themed ones as I keep saying they've been rolling in but we want some more. So do send them in. Um, and we'll read out our favorites in a mailbag uh, episode around Christmas TBC. Um, Pete, Love that's it Pete. from us, isn't it? I'm going to go off and have me dinner. Going to I'm going to have
1: what you going to have? I'm actually a having a as las-
2: discussed I'm having a vegetarian lasagna. I'm not having a lasagna. I'm I'm having some
1: pasta, so similar. Beautiful bellissimo ciao bella. Molto
2: bene. See you later on. Mm. Ta-ta.
3: The Luke and Pete Show is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network.